Welcome back to your daily Bible podcast. We're starting a new book today. We're going to be reading through the book of Daniel together. So let's begin with Daniel chapter 1. During the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign in Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave him victory over King Jehoiakim and Judah and permitted him to take some of the sacred objects from the temple of God. So Nebuchadnezzar took them back to the land of Babylonia and placed them in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Asphenes, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal families and other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. Select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men, he said. Make sure they're all well-versed in every branch of learning, are gifted with knowledge and good judgment, and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon. The king assigned them a daily ration of food and wine from his own kitchen. They were to be trained for three years, and then they would enter the royal service. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were four of the young men chosen, all from the tribe of Judah. The chief of staff renamed them with these Babylonian names. Daniel was called Belzazar. Hananiah was called Shadrach, Mishael was called Meshach, and Azariah was called Abednego. But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and the wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Now God had given the chief of staff both respect and affection for Daniel. But he responded, I am afraid of my lord the king, who has ordered that you eat this food and wine. If you become pale and thin compared to the other youths your age, I'm afraid the king will have me beheaded. Daniel spoke with the attendant, who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Please test us for ten days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. At the end of these ten days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for ten days. At the end of ten days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams. While the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the royal service. Whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them ten times more capable than any of the other magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Daniel remained in the royal service until the first year of the reign of King Cyrus. All right, so when you hear the word resolve, what comes to your mind? Maybe you picture like a determined athlete, or maybe like me, you've got a toddler that just won't back down. Or maybe you've had a health battle before that you just do anything to fight. The dictionary defines resolve as a fixity of purpose or a firm determination. But we easily associate resolve with reaching the highest level in a sport or 
persevering through a health diagnosis, but it also takes resolve to stay the course spiritually. In Daniel chapter 1, Daniel shows what having resolve for God looks like. Daniel, an Israelite, has chosen to join the king's service, and with this new role, Daniel faced pressure. He faced pressure to compromise his Jewish beliefs, his Jewish standards, and fit into Babylonian culture. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine. See, Daniel knew that Scripture commanded him not to eat and drink of those things. And it would have been easy for him to partake in the meal. And I'm sure it was incredibly good food. And it would have made his new bosses so happy. But Daniel knew it would be wrong in God's eyes. See, Daniel knew God and he knew his word. And he was fixed his life on God's purposes for him. So when he was faced with uncomfortable or potentially costly big decisions, Daniel didn't have to wrestle with what he should or shouldn't do. He took courage, and he followed through with what God had commanded, and he made the decision to not defile himself. Like Daniel, we need to first know this, what does God's word say? And then we need to be intentional to follow the Holy Spirit to obey the word of God. This is where our resolve comes in. The culture you and I live in isn't always so conducive to the values that God has laid out for the Christians to live by. Though knowing and wanting to do what is right is important, that's only the first step. We also need to resolve to carry out our beliefs even when the pressure's on. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, today I choose once again to make the declaration that you are Lord of my life, that your ways are better than my ways, Your plans are better than my plans, and that you, Jesus, are leading me in good things. So God, I willingly follow you. I choose to give you my life today, to give you my heart again today, to say to you, God, lead me, to allow you, Lord, to be in charge and to happily surrender myself to you. Lead us today, Lord, and help us to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen.